This is Inspiring Minds, a podcast focused on thought-provoking conversations between BSB students and our world-class faculty. Hello, and welcome to Inspiring Minds. My name is Samantha Mocha, and I'm a senior in the Villanova School of Business, studying marketing, management, and international business, with minors in business analytics and honors. I'm here today with Dr. Manuela Priesmoot, the Megan and Matthew Baldwin Assistant Professor of Management. Dr. Priesmoot has been teaching at Villanova since 2016, and much of her research focuses on topics in organizational behavior, including leadership, workplace aggression, organizational fairness, and behavioral ethics. Today, we'll be discussing an article that Dr. Priesmuth recently had published in the Journal of Applied Psychology titled, It Hurts Me Too, or Not, Exploring the Negative Implications for Abusive Bosses. So, Dr. Priesmuth, what inspired you to delve deeper into the issue of abusive bosses? Hi, Samantha. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be talking with you today about uh, my recent article. So, I generally have been researching topics in the realm of workplace aggression, specifically abusive leadership. And over the past decades, we've just seen so much research come out about the consequences for employees who've been targeted by abusive bosses. Um, So we know a lot about the victims of workplace aggression and all the detrimental effects it can have on them. And also those who observe this type of behavior. So we know a lot about the mental distress that comes with it, the counterproductive work behaviors, the decreased productivity. What we didn't know much about is how the perpetrators who enact this type of abusive behavior towards subordinates or employees, how do they feel at the end of the day? How do they feel after engaging in these destructive leadership type behaviors? So that really prompted our research. There was some evidence in sort of the morality literature that seemed like people who've done unethical acts, they might feel guilty or ashamed afterwards. And so... We wanted to ask the question if that's the same for people in organizations, for abusive bosses who mistreat their subordinates on a day-to-day basis. Could you just give us a brief summary um, of the article and some of the research you found surrounding the topic? Yeah, so what we found was um, it's not only the victims or um, the observers who hurt in the process. Uh, It turns out that managers who abuse their subordinates or employees at work, um, they experience uh, repercussions too from that behavior. So that was really interesting. We indeed found that there are some significant social costs associated with bullying others. Managers who demean their employees, there's sort of a a type of rejection that we see in the workplace, Um, a lack of acceptance, things like negative feedback. And this type of negative social repercussions, that really hurts their social worth, which is a concept that's thinking about whether people feel valued and appreciated as members of the organizations. And so it turns out that people who abuse others or managers who abuse others, they really sort of lose their sense of social worth. They don't really feel appreciated uh, and valued as members of the organization anymore. And if you don't feel like a valued member of the organization, it turns out that it decreases any of your performance efforts as well. So it turns out that the abusive bosses became worse performers in the end as well. What do you think was one of the most interesting or maybe surprising points that you found? We consistently found these negative repercussions over and over again. So there's two studies uh, in the paper and one study that did not end up making it in the paper, but we have um, the same findings there as well, that we do see these social costs and this loss in social worth over and over again in perpetrators and then also this decrease in performance behaviors. Now, of course, what we wanted to know also with this article, if we see that abusive managers suffer too, what would prompt them to stop? 
would they then stop engaging in this type of abusive behavior at work? And so the second question of this article really is about that. Now, what was interesting about this research as well is that we found that a personality trait really determined whether uh, managers would stop this type of behavior or not. It turns out that the people who are only low on psychopathic tendencies actually are the ones who understand these social costs associated with it, and they care enough about people to not engage in this type of behavior again. Those bosses who also have psychopathic tendencies, so the people who are callous or insensitive, they lack remorse, they really don't care about the social consequences, nor do they care about uh, other people, quite frankly. And so they are also less likely to stop this type of behavior. In fact, we might anticipate a continuation of the abuse if people also have these psychopathic tendencies. You had mentioned earlier kind of the loss of you know, self-worth or self-efficacy as a result of this abusive behavior. What do you think are some of the most significant implications for employees and their managers as well when this kind of behavior persists in the office? So obviously for employees, there's just been so much research out there that really explains how it's emotionally draining for people to work for abusive bosses. Um, there's mental health issues that come about. People might become depressed. They certainly cannot be productive anymore. So we have a, a significant cost in productivity. There's destructive behavior, counterproductive work behaviors. People call in sick. They just simply don't show up anymore. So there's significant costs associated with abusive leadership behaviors. In fact, some scholars have estimated that it might be approximately $23 billion annually that companies as a whole suffer uh, from having abusive bosses in their ranks. So we know the costs are detrimental. So understanding more about it uh, is really important. And here we found that it's not only the victims that suffer, and obviously then the productive in the organizations at large, it's also the person who's actually engaging in this behavior. So we find that it's even more widespread than previously assumed, and really it's, it's something that needs to be addressed in organizations. In your opinion, do you think that all bad bosses are a lost cause? Or if not, you know, what are some ways that employers or organizations can mitigate this bad behavior? Luckily, I think not all bad bosses are uh, a lost cause. So at least with this research, we found that on average, people understand and are receptive to the social cost, and they probably would like to adjust their behavior and stop abusing others. There's a significant self-interest component. If you feel like you've lost your social worth and you don't feel valued anymore, we generally think people would adjust their behavior. Um, obviously, with this research, we found that the people who are a, a lost cause are bosses who are also psychopaths. So psychopath bosses, um, we cannot have in our organizations. They're just not receptive um, to these social causes. They don't really care about wanting to be liked or caring about others, and they're generally sort of self-interested in their pursuit for organizational goals or whatever they have in mind. And so if we want to mitigate this bad behavior, we likely have to get rid of psychopath abusive bosses. They're just um, not good for our organizations. With respect to everyone else, um, we believe that they're not a lost cause. And so if they care about social costs, if they care about their social worth, there might be social structures that we can put into place that reminds them that this is not appropriate behavior. They feel already that they might suffer too. So putting even greater discourse and, and social structures into place and where people provide more social feedback about managerial behavior, especially the destructive kind, might be very important to have people understand that this is inappropriate behavior, that not only your employees suffer and the organization as as whole, but you should at least for yourself adjust the behavior as well if you want to be a productive member and a valued member of the organization.
Well, these are certainly some valuable perspectives, whether, you know, you're an experienced professional or just starting off your career. So thank you so much for your time, Dr. Priesmoot. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Minds. Stay tuned for our next installment featuring more VSB students discussing research topics with our world-class faculty. 